it's gonna be like a what the fuck like that happens <laughs> at the end give them a minute my body Welcome to Girls Who Came to Sugar Bakers, where nerds and platonic life partners Aaron and Leslie watch episodes of Designing Women, then recap, review, and share other fun things related to the show. I'm Leslie. And I'm Aaron. I did What's the up? same. I old, same old. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what is up? I feel kind of bad because I was just like, let's start recording and had not really talked to you about you. How are you let's, doing? I'm good. Thanks. Same okay. old. How are you? <laughs> same old, same old. Well, no, you've been sick, though. That is true. Yep. It's better though. And I mean, I'm still sick. sniffly, but oh, overall, no. it's better. Yeah. yeah. I think I can well, make it to work good. tomorrow. It, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it may not be, it may not be exciting. Um, do you want me to talk about this weird holiday that we found that yeah. I was excited about? This is a very weird holiday. Yeah. So my, um, oh. <laughs> I'm gonna give a shout out to a different one in just a second. Um, my roommate is out of town, and I was like really having a cleaning party uh, this weekend. Although I kind of do things like vacuum, obviously, like regularly, and do dishes every day and laundry and everything. But why I like this day is because I like vacuum like the whole house. And um, today's one of today's days is, is National Create a Vacuum Day. And so at first I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, what? but obviously it's like in space i guess i don't know maybe people don't even know that terminology it didn't i didn't click for me even though i love like carl sagan and like i don't know physics or whatever i have no idea anyway so (laughs) physics just has nothing to do with this (laughs) (laughs) no idea i don't even like physics just erase the last three seconds of your life um physics physics i i know i think that's what i was doing is is uh, David Tennant in Doctor Who saying physics. Um, so National Create a Vacuum Day, a space entirely devoid of all matter is a vacuum. On February 4th of every year, we are challenged to create one. This is very strange. A vacuum is created when the pressure inside a space is lower than the pressure outside the area. It's difficult in a world full of minuscule particles of matter to create the space that has absolutely no matter. However, we create partial or simple vacuums at home. One of the easiest ways is using a syringe by plugging up the open end and pulling back on the plunger. The space inside will be mostly free of matter. There will always be microscopic particles remaining, though. What the hell are they talking about? I don't know. I mean, I, know, I understand that that's a vacuum, like two of what the they just talked just about. Said. I know. I understand that they're like syringe, vacuum, whatever. But like, why are we create? Why are we creating a vacuum? Why is there a day devoted to this? That's what I'm trying to figure like out. In your home, like, and not at you know, like NASA or something. Yeah, for like reasons of like vacuum necessity or something. It's just like, yeah, normal people should like. I think maybe it's to like teach your children. I hope about matter and that matter is around all the time. But like they don't really like <laughs> your voice got super high. I know, <laughs> but like all the time. Um, but in how to observe, no, doesn't give you any pointers. It just says, "Oh my god!" It just says use hashtag create a vacuum day to post on social media. I got. Why would you do up. that? I know. I mean, unless and, again you're working in a really cool lab, right? Like, I know that'd be fine. But history within our research, we're unable to identify the creator. 
what? of National Creative Vacuum Day. What is going on right now? Like, is that even... A- Why is it a thing if you don't know when it... Like, it had... Y'all full of crap. I know nothing. When and then we there's have, another we website. We have more questions than when we started. And goes what? into the history of the word vacuum. They too do not oh. know when this day started. Oh my god! But someone else is giving this day credit, like it actually exists. Because uh, like yeah, it doesn't. Uh, I don't know. But I did vacuum. And they also tell you in the next like ten years what day of the week it's going to be on. Good. Don't want to <laughs> miss it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. What okay. um the other day is National Homemade Soup Day and I like how um I got to quit saying um uh how it one of the recipes is decadent tomato bisque is what I saw when I was like ooh no, I'll not have to just talk your about normal that. everyday tomato bisque people I'm going to look and see what makes it decadent it's already a what? bisque for one <laughs> so fans it's probably got like half and half in it I'm going to look it up Oh, it's only got three ingredients. There's a reaction. I'm sorry, (laughs) everybody. It's only got three ingredients? That's not decadent. (laughs) No. That's less than average. No. The decadent is that half of the fucker is whipping cream. That's what's decadent. That's not decadent. (laughs) Whipping cream is considered decadent. It's like the... Is it? uh, Definite. I don't know anything about anything. I just look up decadent and they're going to be like cream. Is that a thing? If I look it up in the dictionary right now, yeah, like it's gonna say cream. Is, yeah, it'll just say cream. Period. <laughs> <laughs> no, like if like with food, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, just kidding. I really don't know any of that stuff. <laughs> like, wait, like I'll argue with you about it. Like I don't know. It just doesn't seem like that would be. I don't know what I would associate no, with the word. No one was thinking that you do know that stuff. <laughs> I like you're like I'm really I'm really not kidding. I don't or I wait, what you said I'm really just kidding? Wait, whatever you just said cracks me up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm not I don't think you're faking. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I think that well when they talk about food being decadent, it's either like expensive ingredients or very fattening. Oh, okay. Is what I'm is really you've never heard like this is a very decadent dessert? No, I've heard that, but I didn't know it had like I I mean I associate certain things with decadent, but just because it, like like cream is not one of the Leslie, things that I would associate. What do you with. associate with decadent? I want to hear this. Like I'm on, like I want to hear. No, there's list. I don't have a play by play. I was excited. Like I associate things. I was like, what are these things? Yeah, like I when I eat know. them, I'm like, oh yeah. But that's not. <laughs> okay, let's talk about something else now. We've gone on too long about this. <laughs> When I eat them, you're like, this feels decadent. Is that what you're yeah. saying? But you don't think about, like, why. <laughs> That's okay. No. You don't have to think about why. <laughs> you don't have it's to. food. I don't really think that much about it. That's true. Just like, mm, this is good. <laughs> you just put this in my face. I, yeah. I, I, That's my point. I think that it's named the decadent tomato bisque because of the fact that it's got whipping cream in it. So it's very, okay. it's going to be very creamy. And to bring it back around when you eat it it'll probably feel decadent because it'll feel creamy because it only has uh two cans of stewed tomatoes a cup of whipping cream and a teaspoon of dried basil that sounds stupid that does not <laughs> sound good like th- can i have some salt can i have some cayenne? Like, that sounds like, not tasty at all no i know it <laughs> just sounds like tomato milk <laughs> yeah which does not sound decadent <laughs> 
Let me see if anyone get. Wow, all the reviews are are good. Well, the ones people must love some tomato bisque. I'm. Oh, geez, they're all like five stars. They're like that whipping cream, man. That is a game changer. Yeah. Now, if it was, wow, I'm really impressed by all these stars. Now, if it was, um. Four tweaks. I want to see what the tweaks were that people did. Was someone like, I added, I had garlic. <laughs> okay, I added, I <laughs> I added an, some seasoning that would give it some taste. Like an actual. Yeah. Look here. Here we go. What? Hold on. Oh, I may have only, I may have not read it right. There may be more <laughs> ingredients than three ingredients. No, I don't know. I think it's, I think someone tweaked it and then other people tweaked the tweaks. <laughs> which means that no one should be giving it four stars or five stars i know i'm gonna look at one of these reviews simple easy tasty phenomenal added the brown sugar as suggested substitute a can of crushed tomato for one of the cans of stewed tomatoes which gave it the consistent like what so yeah you added so no like one two just, steps i know to a yeah, one brown step brown recipe. sugar and like red pepper flakes like yeah because the you directions just, like, are the recipe look at the, look at this <laughs> so stupid the directions are place stew tomatoes in a saucepan bring to bowl S- boil sorry i'm being southern <laughs> bowl <laughs> just bring it to your bowl um <laughs> eat it um stir in cream stir in basil voila wow I, like I gotta send you this recipe i feel like you'll like it please <laughs> do not it's really easy you think i've already meal prepped for the week i'm good Look, you think this isn't going to your inbox right now you are wrong um <laughs> do you you want to talk about your sugar baker moment because i'm sure i know what it is and it's kind of cool oh yeah uh yeah. i went to see lay miz last night with my Man. sister-in-law we had so a sister cool day. it was cool and the show was amazing of course it is it's lay miz uh-huh had you seen it before only the movie i'd never seen a stage yeah, I like either. i know the soundtrack but i'd never seen it on stage before hmm. yep it was good. And we had VIP tickets. Yeah, you did. did so you what know that there's mean? a president's lounge at DPAC? So it's like probably the president of like, who? I don't know. <laughs> but it's fancy and they have like a bar and they have their own bathrooms in there, which is great during oh. intermission. Because <laughs> it takes the whole Wait. 20 minutes just to pee and get back to your seat. That's true. Where were you? But you didn't watch from like up in the lounge. The lounge is just for like hanging out. Yeah. So like you right? can go there before and get like drinks and then you can go there during intermission and use those uh, bathrooms and like get more drinks. That's nice. Our seats were like nine rows from the stage. Whoa. I didn't like I've seen those seats from the balcony. <laughs> like I know they exist. Yeah. But things look so different from the orchestra. Like. Yeah. It was good. It was yeah. real good. Wait, do, is Deepak, are there multiple theaters in there or is there just one? I think it's just the one. Wow. Okay. Because um, I've been there. Oh, yeah. I've been there a couple of times. Like, I think I saw, like, I saw Tori Amos there with, actually, both times I've been, I think I went with Emma. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Like, I saw Tori Amos and I saw um, that guy that has, like, he left SNL and, like, he has a, like, a night show now but he's like not that funny but he was funny for his stand-up <laughs> that guy i don't remember his name right now i never remember his name for some reason that guy um but yeah i know because she was like i have tickets do you want to go i was like yeah both times we were 
uh, down, but they may have not been very expensive. <laughs> like, yeah, shows, I'm all like, I always you know? sit in like the first balcony, like the grand tier balcony, because I, I can usually even, afford those seats. Maybe it's not even Deepak. Because <laughs> I mean, because all these times I'm like, those orchestra seats were like, they would not have been more than like $30 for me to be like, yeah, let's go. I think. Oh, no, maybe not. But that's exciting. So you were like really close to stage. Mm hmm. And the music was really good. Yeah. Did you cry? It was awesome. A couple of times, yeah. Mm. Yep. It was fun. And I, Bettina and I were trying to figure out, like, the last time we just hung out, like, just the two of us. Yeah, you did. It was probably before my niece was born. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. So yeah. it was cool. It was nice. That, like, Had sisterly bonding. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. That's did not you like... have a sugar baker moment? Ugh. Did I? Mm. Well, in my. <laughs> I was feeling kind of like on Friday when I woke up and then I ended up having like a really good day (laughs) well like I was because I have to work tonight and it's three weeks in a row of of not only only not only having just one day off but working like two like 15 hour shifts in these like Mm. six day work weeks um, because that's how long the overnight shift is so I was like, man, I'm feeling tired. Um, and on Friday, I bought a ticket to go to Raleigh in two weeks. Hey! So that was kind of fun. I waited until like I had the time off and I bought the ticket before I even told you. Because I was like, I'm not faking anyone out. But <laughs> I saw that since I live in Los Angeles, they have Cesar Chavez um, day off, which is amazing. And oh, that's so cool. I know. I was like, what? Huh? It's, it's, a, it's a holiday uh, at my institution. And uh, so that's in two weeks as of like tomorrow. And uh, I had just a clinical day on Friday, which means we don't have any like meetings planned or anything that I just like see patients and do stuff. And then I had that weekend off already from being on call. And so I was like, okay, I'm gonna look and see. My mom had offered to use her miles like back in like December to go see them and I looked like right then I was like can I get a ticket that's like within her miles for like maybe Friday and come back on Monday because I don't have to be back at work till Tuesday and in fact Tuesday afternoon <laughs> <laughs> um, if I like oh, I was tired um, and actually there are two fl- there were flights that was within the points and are direct which was crazy and are not Ooh. weird times of night I even looked like Thursday night to do like a red eye and that was more expensive. So, like, Friday... Friday is just basically a flying all-day day, though, because of, mm-hmm. like, the time change the and time, stuff. yeah. Like, I'm, I leave at 10, and I get there at, like, 6 or something, and that's fine. I just want to see my animals that night, basically. And then I'm going to be there Saturday and Sunday. And then the cool thing is I fly out of Raleigh at, at like, 7 a.m., which is early, on, uh, um, what, Monday? Mm-hmm. And then I get back here at like nine a.m. on hey. Monday, so it's like, damn, I have like the whole day to like recoup. Yeah, from that's good. Flying or whatever, if I need to, and just relax before the week. So I'm super excited. That's a much better setup than how I've tried to make it work in the past, and it just hasn't. And I was like, Mur. and I was, I figured this out in the morning when I was like looking at emails and stuff right before I was going to have a meeting with my supervisor. 
And so, and what happened last time was like, my supervisor was sick when I was trying to ask for, for off. And like, we, like, I missed the window of like flights being affordable and stuff. So what I did is I asked her like right then I called my mom and I was like, can I come home? I mean, I guess I could like crash on your couch or something. If they were like, no, you know, or it's like, I would well, find yeah. a way to make it work. <laughs> uh, but I want to see the people that live with them, AKA my animals. And, yes. um, uh, and then I immediately asked my supervisor if it was fine. And she like, she instantly was like, yep, like <laughs> checked off of it. And so that was a cool thing that happened on Friday. So that was a sugar banker. But I'm like, yay, I'm going home in two weeks. Yay! And then, so, and then this week, one of my friends that lives um, in Toronto and went, I've been like not saying Toronto right lately. I've been like Toronto, you know, I've been like enunciating it. Um, she's coming to LA next week too. So Yay. that'll maybe be a sugar baker moment. I'm like, have all these preemptive sugar baker moments. Um, the one that actually happened yesterday was during my baby sweater knitting class. I mentioned last week where I had a moment where I like, I got it. And that's what I love about stuff like knitting or like learning new crafts or skills or whatever, uh, is when you get the instructions and then you do it and you're like, Whoa, I feel like a genius. <laughs> yeah i love those moments where i was just like oh i actually totally understand what i'm doing right now which is great which i have a good teacher she wrote a good pattern and that's uh, a fun class so there you go a whole bunch of just random stuff whole bunch i guess of stuff. that's awesome <laughs> yeah and then i was also watching the movie we both were watching you sent to me last mm-hmm. night the the house is october built too i think that i need to give a little shout out to that <laughs> Because <laughs> I watched it, I watched the double header last night of like watch the, the old one, on you know houses that October built one, if you will, is on Netflix to to um, refresh myself since it starts, the second one starts exactly where the first like ends, which actually it starts how the first one begins as well because yep. <laughs> like because the the first one starts that way it's like wait how did we get there, um which is interesting and I watched that last night and I quite enjoyed it but didn't get freaked out actually well oh that's cool yeah because i was worried with watching scary movies with my roommate being out and stuff and whatever um but no i didn't get spooked i guess because it's it's all people and it all ends yeah. up being like you know it's like okay it's not like it's not one of those ones where the people were the monsters all along and it's like people are horrible you know mm-hmm. <laughs> like those ones that you watch and you're like they just bummed me out just, yeah i hate those it wasn't one of those so I was uh, pleasantly surprised by that and can recommend it for people who are into horror that's not too, it's not too bloody and like, you know, graphic and that kind of stuff. And like, there's, we've talked about before, like there, there's like jokes about like molesting a woman and stuff and that's annoying, but but nothing happens. So that's good. Yeah. <laughs> like nothing, that's the biggest thing about these like, yeah, those movies is like kind of like nothing happens, mm-hmm. and it's and things end up being okay. Um, uh, in theory, I'm not is that a spoiler? I don't know. <laughs> well, you don't see things happen on screen, at least is what I mean too. That it's like I hate those horror movies where it's like, oh, I can't even watch this, especially from working in a hospital. I can't do a lot of blood right now. Yeah, I don't like a lot of blood and guts and body horror. It just no, no, no. body horror. 
no, what was thank happening? You. There was something I was watching. Oh, it was Outlander, actually. <laughs> I was watching an Outlander last night. I forgot that it was at a part where someone's like hand gets like hammered. And I was like just mm-hmm. about having a panic attack by trying to like breathe through it. Like not even looking, but like the sounds and everything. I was like, nope, nope. <laughs> it's not necessary. I don't want it. Um, anyway, would we, would you like to talk about the episode? Yeah. What do we watch this week? So this week we watch season four, episode 16, which first aired January 15th, 1990. It's weird. I feel like we're so much farther in this season than we are. Like, it feels like we're done, (laughs) but we're not. We're not. <laughs> I kept being like, do I need to buy like the next season yet? No, we, we've still got a bunch of weeks. I don't know why. I guess a lot has happened. Uh, this episode call is called The Fur Flies. <laughs> I was kind of hoping it was The Fur Files or something. I don't know. <laughs> like X-Files. Um, which weren't on yet anyway. The Fur Flies at the annual fashion show when Suzanne models a mink pullover inciting a riot among animal rights activists. Um, we've got Annette comes in and she's played by Lois Foraker. Um, Constance is Pat Crawford Brown, who people probably recognize from other things. I don't know who Glennis or Jane are. I don't are. know who those people are. Uh, Glennis. Unless it's one, like the lady it, who stands up in people. the crowd, maybe? Yeah, Glennis is Leslie Sachs and Jane is Enid. <laughs> Kent. Yeah, it's got to be that they're people who just like yell, yell or something. Yeah. Because there are not that many people <laughs> in this episode. Um, they just need to stop going to this damn show is what it is. Yeah, nothing good ever happens. Nothing good ever happens. But, Leslie, what does happen in this episode? Uh, so we start at Sugar Bakers as per usual. Um, yep. Charlene and Bill and Olivia all come in because they have lost their nanny this morning. Like, they knew she was going to leave at the end of the month but then her daughter got sick or something so they, she had to bring her to work yeah and bill was like you know i thought about taking her to work but the air force is pretty inflexible about babies riding around in jet planes oh, already <laughs> saying dad jokes dad jokes <laughs> dad jokes oh my he God, was so bill. cute he said so yesterday she spit up and peed oh and pooped gosh. all at the same time i'm so proud <laughs> I'm just so, so happy cute. he exists. Yes. <laughs> this fictional character. I love him so much. Um, so Charlene has to interview some new nannies today. Um, and then it's a diaper change time. So she takes Olivia upstairs and Mary Jo's like, oh, you're using cloth diapers. And she's like, yeah, you know, disposables aren't biodegradable. But let me tell you, I would rather have disposable so rotting in some <laughs> like landfill for a thousand years and have cloth diapers sitting in my bathroom for a week. Talk about toxic waste. Oh, my God. Do you ever feel like that? Like, as we, we try to be, like, environmental and, like, do all these things. And then it's like, damn it, I wish the easy way wasn't a crappy alternative. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Like, I wish the easy way wasn't, like, horrible for everything. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. And then Suzanne comes in wearing a bunch of fur, a mink, uh, like, a coat and a oh hat, like, a muff type thing yeah. on her head um yeah. and she's like ta-da how do i look <laughs> oh no marriage is like you look like something ate you <laughs> like why is this happening <laughs> yeah uh so she is modeling in a fashion show tomorrow and as we will find out later in the episode um it's the same fashion show that julia modeled in last year yeah. so it's an annual thing mm-hmm. um and she has actually already bought this ensemble, so it is hers. Uh, How which much is, why is it, she's Leslie? It. Um, she said that the mink, the after dinner mink pullover, is worth ten thousand dollars. Yep. Something. 
Goodness yeah. gracious. That's a down payment on a house. Oh, is it really? Oh. <laughs> like a like a cheap house. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a car. Um definitely a car for that. That is definitely a car. Also in like that, you know, the money back then. I don't know how much yeah. more now, right? Like, that's a car in today's money. <laughs> oh god, yeah. Um and Mary Jo just thinks that it's gross to wear a dead animal on your back. Um mm-hmm. Anthony comes in and Suzanne's like, Anthony, you don't think it's gross, do you? Uh uh <laughs> Why? <laughs> Poor Anthony. He's always getting pulled into stuff. I know. He's like, I didn't. I'm just trying to deliver a chair. I'm just trying to do my damn job. (laughs) And he says, it's been my experience in life that nothing is gross if it costs enough money. If caviar were cheap, it'd be gross. Yeah. It's it would just be like disgusting poor people sitting around eating gross fish eggs. Mm-hmm. Same goes for frogs legs, escargot, truffles snorted out by in the ground by pigs. Mm-hmm. If fur coats were cheap and only poor people wore them, uh people would think they were hairy, big, bulky eyesores. But they're expensive, <laughs> so they're gorgeous. Yep. Makes a good point. Yep. Um, and Julia at this point is like, you know, shouldn't it stay with the fashion show people? And Suzanne's like, no, I, I bought know, it. It's so expensive. Oh my God. Nice. And Mary Jo's like, I thought you were low on cash. And Julia says, Suzanne is never short on cash when it comes to herself. She just tells people that she doesn't have any money so she can get discounts. And but like, she actually is in trouble financially as far as we remember, unless something happened recently. Right? Yeah. Like, Cause like maybe Reggie Mac left again. So y- yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know. She has her schemes. I'm sure. Yeah. And I guess she has her alimony or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but she's like, you just wait. Like, pretty soon everybody's going to be wearing them. And Mary Jo's like, I'm no. sure everybody in my carpool is totally going to have this. <laughs> and then Charlene comes back down and asks Suzanne what happened to her hair. <laughs> like, it's a hat. She's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, it's nice. No. And then suzanne's like i know y'all don't agree and y'all don't think people should wear fur and y'all think that all the little animals should run free i already got a lecture from julia when i bought this this other fur jacket last year um and julia thinks it's barbaric and like charlene starts talking about like how or no maybe that's not this part but at some point she starts talking about how she was raised on a farm and she's like conflicted i think Mm -hmm. that's at the end yeah um and but Suzanne's talking about how most of these little critters like run around in swamps for nine months until they get eaten by an alligator. Then again, pulling Anthony back in. Oh, Anthony, would you rather become a beautiful fur and go with me to the governor's ball or lie around in some swamp in an alligator's intestines? Like, what? What? Anthony's what? like, let me get back to you on that one, Suzanne. And then Mary Jo says she doesn't think killing wild animals is acceptable. But then Suzanne brings up that rat that got in her attic and how she yeah. brought she brought an exterminator and whap. I guess that's the <laughs> that's trap. That's the gift. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Okay. Her going. Whap. <laughs> that's good. And Mary just like you know you do have a point. Like it's like should like if animals should have rights and all animals should have rights. Like not yeah. just the cute ones because that's like saying um it not all people should have rights. Just the attractive ones should have rights. <laughs> and Suzanne's like, yeah, I believe that too. She walked right into that one. Yeah. And then Suzanne starts criticizing Julia's skirt because it's leather. And then Julia argues yeah. that it's different because we use other parts of the cow for things like food. And Suzanne says, so I guess what you're saying is if I had me a mink steak for dinner, it'd be okay. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> I don't even know what a mink looks like, like, like in, you know, nature. Uh, I think like, they kind of look like ferrets. That's what I was like. That married that's exactly what i was gonna say i was like are they kind of like ferrets yeah. i think so 
There's an episode Jeez. of Golden Girls about it where oh. they're going to breed the minks. Oh, but then yeah. They got but two those girls aren't, no, but Leslie, those weren't minks. I think those were actual ferrets. Oh, and I okay. have the same. They said they were minks. I have. They're not minks. They are ferrets. And like, and I because ha- they were too expensive to get minks. And I have the same picture in my mind. So maybe that's why we both think that. And it may or may not be accurate. <laughs> I'm going to Google right now to see. If it no, they like do kind of look like ferrets. No, they do. They do kind of look like ferrets. But I think in the episode, those were actually ferrets. Oh, okay. Is what I mean. Like, I think that they were not. Because I remember I was like, mm. <laughs> those do not look like minks. But minks do look like ferrets. Yes. All right. I'm cool. Google it right now. Logic. If this looks like this and this is this, we got it. We know. Yeah. Um, and Suzanne's like, I mean it, Julia. I don't want you to get on your soapbox about this one. If if like if you do, mm-hmm. I'm going to point out to everyone that you own a fur coat mm-hmm. because Julia has their mother's mink coat, which is a family heirloom, which yeah. is their grandmother's, and she never wears it. She just keeps it because it's like a family heirloom. Yeah. And um. Suzanne and they were they were talking about them catching the animals in the big steel traps and so Suzanne says speaking of big steel traps Julia you can just keep yours shut oh, <laughs> oh man yep. um then we cut to Charlene has been interviewing nannies um and Mary Jo is like are you sure that you asked the agencies to send over nannies and like not <laughs> ninnies so because all of these nannies are terrible <laughs> that joke um, so they're waiting on one more and then they have to go to the fashion show. Um, and Mary Joan says, Mary Jo says, Suzanne is festooning herself with pelts and we don't want to miss that. Maybe she ran over a possum on her way down there and will be carrying it as a purse. a purse. Oh no. And then Charlene just starts lamenting that she wishes Julie Andrews would land on the roof with an umbrella. At I'm this like, point, I was like, I want to stop this movie and just watch. Mary Poppins right now. <laughs> she was like, yeah, she was Mary Poppins and Maria Von Trapp. Like, wouldn't that be perfect? And Mary Jo's like, you know, Mary Poppins wasn't really that great a nanny. Like, stuffing kids up chimneys and making them dance on the roofs. Nowadays, she'd be on trial for child endangerment along with Dick Van Dyke. Yep. Uh, then we catch the fashion show. They're late. Nobody really cares that they're late. They're not too concerned that they're late. Or no. Julie is not too concerned that they're late. No. And then Mary Jo's like, yeah, I bet in light of, oh, wait, never mind. And Julia's like, what? And she's like, nothing. Rid- uh, ridiculous. And she's like, no, what? And she's like, well, you know, last year's fashion show and uh, that debacle with you walking down and tucking your pantyhose or tucking your dress in the back of your pantyhose. But then I remembered that you might not like to be reminded. And then I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> but then you asked me and then I said it. Oh, babe. And then Charlene pipes in and she's like, I almost forgot, too. I wonder if anybody else remembers. You know, the same people come here year after year. I'll bet all these people remember it. Everybody must have seen it except Olivia because she wasn't born yet. But, you know, it might not be that bad because you changed all her diapers or you changed her diapers. (laughs) She just keeps going. What? Just stop. I don't know what just happened. (laughs) Digging. Uh, And then Julia points out how Suzanne is best at walking down runways and she will represent them without incident. They'll get through this, and sugar bakers will be fine, and whatever. Well, then, Suzanne's walking down the runway. Some woman stands up and says that 50 living creatures died for that coat. And Suzanne says, do you want to make a 51? I love that line. <laughs> I was so proud. And then another dude stand up. I mean, I'm all up. for animal rights. Don't get me wrong. It's just that was a Oh, good no, that was response. a good line. Yeah. And he was like, how does it feel to have a corpse on your back? Mm. Suzanne's like, shut up. And then people start getting on stage and harassing her. And somehow she ends up falling off the stage into people in the audience. It's very She dramatic. does like a somersault. She does. <laughs> That's it's not real, her first. Real extra. But, 
Yeah, it's it was a lot. I and I then, thought definitely that someone was gonna throw like red paint on her or something. Oh yeah. So this was even more than that. And we cut back to the ladies and they're horrified and then you can hear Suzanne voiceover, Okay, that's it. I'm mad now. Yeah. Uh so then we cut to Sugar Bakers. It's been a week. She has sprained her arm and her brace comes off tomorrow. Um, Julia is tired of waiting on her because she acts like she's paralyzed from the nose down. And then <laughs> as if on cue, Suzanne yep. sh- shouts out Julia's name and she says, yep. you know, except for her mouth. <laughs> um, so Suzanne has been wearing the mink for the week because the this doctors want to cut it off. Mess. Of her and she was like, no. And so they put the brace over top of it. Um, Julia now has six messages on Leslie, her machine from what? Here's my question though. How'd they put her gown on underneath the mink? Yeah, she's wearing pajamas. I know. There's no And how'd they get her clothes out from underneath? This is some nonsense. I did take a screenshot of her coming out with her cane. (laughs) (laughs) And then Julia says she has to bathe her. So, like, she can't. Yes. Exactly. I was already thinking that. And then Julia said the bathe. And I was like, this is ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. No. Uh, Julia now has six messages on her answering machine from the head of the animal rights group, and she sounds mm-hmm. apologetic, but Julia just doesn't want to deal with her. No. She doesn't trust her. No. Um, and Mary Jo's like, can you imagine those people in the audience, like, just sitting there minding their own business, and all of a sudden, this huge ball of fur comes at her like at you <laughs> and flattens you? Yeah. That sounds like something that happened to Grizzly Adams. <laughs> and then but it was the but it was the um it was someone like the mayor or something, is what Mary Jo said. Oh okay, so that's yeah, like really that. awkward. I was like, yeah. oh no. <laughs> <laughs> and Suzanne comes out in the screenshot that you mentioned, uh mm-hmm. still wearing the mink uh over her pajamas, Mess. cane and all that. Um and so like Charlene points out that they should get Suzanne a nanny. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently Mary Jo says that Constance Pine is available. Mm-hmm. Uh she is one of the best baby nurses in Atlanta. And Mary Jo's like, You're just the type she likes. Um and then she's like, Didn't we used to talk about men like this? Or mm-hmm. talking about nannies like this. Yeah. And Charlene says, I'd be so honored to have my child drooled down her back. Oh my god. Um and so they talk about the interview and Julia's like, Well, if she you know, if she's as good as you say, like she should pass the interview pretty easily. And Charlene's nope. like, No, you don't understand. She's going to interview me. Yep. And then this nice, unassuming, middle-aged lady comes in. Uh, <laughs> With big old They glasses. assume it's Constance. Yeah. Um, she Never, sits down. ever does she say her name. So I'm like, well, this is this is clearly yeah. a sitcom setup. Right. <laughs> yeah. So they offer coffee and muffins. And they're just like mm-hmm. embellishing Charlene and mm-hmm. Phil and exaggerating. Just talking all the stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, they're talking about the baby and how she's asleep upstairs. And then Suzanne screams out and Mary Jo's like, that's not, that's not the baby. (laughs) And the lady says that they're also nice and friendly and they're surprised. She's surprised they didn't just like kick her to the gutter and turns out it's Annette. (laughs) Right. She's from the (laughs) P-A-A-A. Yeah. (laughs) Paul. People, is it people against attacking animals i didn't even write it down because i'm like Did clearly they're just trying to rip off PETA. yeah it's and PETA. like use something else so i didn't even but actually i kind of like this people for ethical treatments animals one thing people against attacking animals if that's what it is it's probably not but i like that <laughs> <laughs> i'm like yeah don't attack yeah, we can all agree with that <laughs> i know it was like three a's but yeah mm, i don't know okay 
So yeah, uh, she's from Julia promptly Fake takes the muffin out of her mouth and the coffee away. That's amazing. <laughs> that was real. Bad. I can't believe she took it out her face, out yes. of her mouth, and she's wow. like, and it's like, I guess that means I don't get to meet Bill. Yeah. Oh. And Julia's like, well, her. obviously, you people love animals so much, you decided to behave like them. Um, oh, some of the people look like they could have benefited from a flea dip. Oh. And Annette's like, those are not my people. Some of them used to be, but these people are acting totally on their own. Like, we don't advocate that behavior. Well, that's hilarious because it's the opposite of PETA. Like, the people that are at the head <laughs> of PETA are the nuttiest. Yeah. <laughs> is what it is. Like, well, based on my friends who've, like, worked with or interviewed or whatever with them in the in the past have been like yeah higher up they like lose their damn mind people <laughs> who just kind of like i oh, give money to pita or whatever or, like the low-key people are actually more chill it's the ones mm-hmm. who are actually in charge that like they but and they also like kill a shit ton of animals and stuff and they're just like absolutely miss they're crazy so <laughs> that's where the misconnect is but maybe this was also the time where people were starting to hear more of pita and being against furs Mm-hmm. So, which they still are. Yeah. <laughs> Has not changed. Anyway. And Julia's like, you should be explaining this to my sister. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. here we go. That mm-hmm. sweet, gentle girl is upstairs, confined to bed with the many injuries and bruises she sustained during that fight. Mm-hmm. Then Suzanne comes out asking Julia where she is, and Suzanne introduces her. And so she, like, hobbles down the stairs. Oh, my God. With her cane, and she's yeah. like, I'm wearing this fur coat. Why I've been wearing it 24 cane? hours. Hmm? Why does she have a cane? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's for comedic effect. Maybe she, oh, her oh her heels are sprained. Sorry, that's what it is. It, yeah, oh, her okay. heels are sprained. She says that. Sorry, go ahead. And she says, I'm wearing this fur coat. I've been wearing it for 24 hours a day for a week. And you know why? Because my arm is sprained. I can't lift it over my head. The doctors wanted to cut it off of me, and I wouldn't let them because they're doctors, not tailors. They stick to things like hearts and livers, mm. not important things like fur coats. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that means to wear a fur coat for 24 hours a day for a week? It's oh, hot God. and bulky, and it's starting to smell. I can't go outside because dogs follow me around, and I'm not happy. I don't want to see another fur coat for the rest of my life. I don't want to see fur, hear fur. I don't want to open the refrigerator and see fur, food on food <laughs> with fur on it. I can't believe they put that nonsense in there. <laughs> and Annette says, in that case, would you like to join our organization? Ridiculous. Uh, and so later we get to the very special part of the episode where they are reading oh. pamphlets and relaying stats and information. <laughs> A very special part. Oh, <laughs> There's always okay. some, some pamphlets. Yeah, very special fact. This time is literal. They have a pamphlet. Yeah, they're literally (laughs) they're reading it. it. (laughs) And so they ask Charlene her opinion, and she's like, "You're going to be shocked. Like, I know you're just going to be shocked, but like, I just I'm not sure." And oh my god, like so good. Get my smelling salts, (laughs) (laughs) Charlene. Don't go dropping bombs on us like that. You might cause a heart attack. Sure, so good. Um, and Mary Jo's like, oh, I thought all these like stats and things would get to you. And Charlene's like, it does, but I'm a country girl and we're a lot less sentimental about animals. Like I know where meat comes from. I've always known, like, I don't think it just comes from the supermarket all neatly packaged. You know, you learn the hard lessons early when you live on a farm. Um, mostly not to name the lambs because if you name them, it's harder to get the lamb chops down later. Oh, and she's like, I mean, daddy just called last week. So proud because Harold Thomas just shot his first deer. And then Mary Jo tells a story about this headband she used to have when she was little, and it was rabbit skin, and it was so soft, she would wear it to church every Sunday and just, like, rub on it, and she loved it. And then she had this friend who invited her over who had just gotten a new pet rabbit named Benjamin, 
And then when she touched her headband the next Sunday, she realized it felt just like Benjamin. And she went to bed with a stomachache and cried for two days. Aww. And so in the middle of this very, or the end of this very heartfelt story from both Charlene and Mary Jo, Suzanne mm-hmm. has to lighten the mood and says, mm-hmm. you know what you people, par- you people problems is? You think too much. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. And Julia's like, well, you've never been plagued with that one too much, have you, Suzanne? Yeah. Oops. And she says, nope. <laughs> <laughs> when I had Noel, people would get all bent out of shape because I ate fried, I ate fried I pork rinds in front of her. What people were horrified. Julia, you wouldn't do it in front of her. And she said, I didn't do it because pork rinds are disgusting. Oh, my God. <laughs> also, I don't think the pig knows you're eating a pig. Right. Probably not, you know. <laughs> and uh, so they've got to run out. Anthony is going to watch the baby while they're gone. Yeah. Um, Where are they running out to for 20 minutes anyway? I don't know. <laughs> this was not explained. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I thought maybe I just missed going? it, but I don't know. Oh, man. Yeah, they just Comedic. had to go. Yeah. Um, Set up. So Julia has decided in light of events, she's going to sell their grandma's coat. Mm-hmm. Um, and Suzanne says, when they get this thing off of me, they'll go have a fur sale. And yeah. Julia's like, we can take the proceeds and buy ourselves nice fake fur coats. And Charlene's like, no, you can't do that. They're not biodegradable. They're made oh of all gosh. kinds of synthetics and petroleum and chemicals. Oh, my God. And Suzanne says, Charlene, see, you're thinking again. Yeah. And so they go. Anthony has to run out to the van for a few seconds. I don't know why he can't wait <clears throat> because we wouldn't have the scene. So he gives Olivia oh, to Suzanne. Up. And he's like, can you watch her for just a minute? And she has one working arm and he's going <laughs> to hand her a newborn. I don't understand this. <laughs> like, what is going on? And uh, so then nervous. as he gets closer, he's like, Suzanne, you might want to air out that fur coat a little bit. Oh, my God. Um, and Suzanne's Ooh. like, it's coming off tomorrow. I don't know what you people want from me anyway. So Anthony runs out to the car. Suzanne has got this baby in one arm with mm-hmm. her sling on the other arm. Mm-hmm. And Constance comes in. Of course. And she's, like, trying to introduce herself. And she's like, oh, yeah, you're the baby nurse. And she's <laughs> like, yeah. And she, Suzanne's like, Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Constance is like, is that the child? And Suzanne says, Yeah, this is Alicia. Nope, that's not. That's like, not I her, thought name. her name was Olivia. Yep. Suzanne says, Oh yeah, I forgot. I just call her the baby. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and she asks God. if she has allergies, and she's like, Well, how would I know? This season, this season, this scene made me so nervous. I'm like, she's fucking <laughs> it up. <laughs> fucking everything. So up. nervous. I hated it. And Constance's like, oh, it's chilly in here. And Suzanne's like, yeah, you know, I have the heat turned down because I'm wearing this fur coat. And if the heat isn't turned down, you know, it's too hot to walk around in a fur coat all the time. Yeah. And so Constance asks something about when the baby cries. And she's Mm -hmm. like, oh, no, that that doesn't bother me. Like, I just stick earplugs in. Oh, my God. And then Anthony comes in. Of course. And Constance, assuming that he's the dad, she's like, oh, are you two married? Nope. And she's like, oh, no, I'm not married. They laugh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then she's like, well, I don't think we need to talk anymore. I make make decisions quickly. And Anthony's like horrified, wondering what Mm -hmm. she's going to say. And she says, I've never seen a child who needed me more. I'll take the (sighs) job, Miss Stillfield. And then the ladies come in, like, at that exact moment. Yeah. And Charlene's like, you are? And then Anthony's like, darling, and puts his arm around Suzanne. Stupidest thing I've ever seen. And then we go to the credits. (laughs) 
<laughs> I love that though. I was like, I was so nervous. I was like, she messed it up. Nope, nope, nope. nope. And then I was like, oh, actually, that's a good turn out. <laughs> that if yeah. she met really sweet Charlene and like Bill and like heard all these wonderful things, maybe she wouldn't take the baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not take the baby. She's not taking the baby. Take the job <laughs> to take maybe care of the baby. the baby. Take the baby. <laughs> so that was a nice. And but when Charlene says that comment about like don't even buy fake furs, that's when I was like, I can't. I was eating grits, I was drinking tea, <laughs> and I was like, man, you know what? You have to pick your damn battles, is what it means. You yeah. know, like that's what I always tell people. I mean, even with like like my, my activism and stuff in the past, like all these things, like every aspect of it, be like, yeah, you would lose your mind if you're constantly worried about all the things you have to be doing that are right or wrong, which some people do. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, but you just the, the amount of time and energy that it takes to make sure you're doing every single thing right. Mm-hmm. Whew, it takes a lot. <laughs> it takes a lot. So I just like takes a lot. I pick my battles. You know, like I try to do as much as I can. But yeah, <laughs> it gets to the <laughs> point where you're like, damn it, I'm going to be screwing something up somewhere. You know, because yeah. it's human. You just, and you do what you can. Just do what you can. And I guess there's some people who don't do anything, so there's that. But, like, (laughs) (laughs) so hopefully if doing what you can, there are enough people, maybe, and then maybe I'm, like, in the middle, and that there are people who do have the energy to do every single damn thing that's, like, ethical and wonderful and whatever, and they kind of balance out the dickheads who don't do anything. (laughs) And the me's who just do as much as I can. (laughs) Oh, man. Did you have a favorite outfit? I did. Did you? Yeah, you talk about yours first. Um, so mine was Mary Joe's in the first scene. Yeah, there's a lot of lime green happening. Yeah, a lot. So her shirt is like long sleeve, and I don't, I can't tell if she just has on like a green bangle or if that's the cuff. <laughs> but there's a lime green either bracelet or cuff. Yeah, on the end of the uh, on the wrists, and then a long lime green shirt, and the earrings are what makes it. They're like dangly oh, yeah. earrings, but they're ginormous, and they're little mm-hmm. like half circles, mm-hmm. and they're bright lime green. And then, I can't of course, think how like, uncomfortable those would be to wear. Yeah, they don't yeah. look comfy. Uh-oh. And then her like big red hair. It's a good. Mm-hmm. It's a good look. It's good. Uh, yeah, she has some good hair in this episode. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just huge in 1990. I have an affinity because both my uh, mother's sisters had hair exactly like that until maybe like three years ago you know like it was just like always just aquanet teased big (laughs) curly red great well her her uh, older sister wasn't quite as much the younger one was like a hairdresser through most of the 80s and 90s and it just and it stuck (laughs) (laughs) it just kind of stuck um i also had a mary joe um and it was the one that she has later i'm pulling up the picture right now the one that she has later that's like kind of like on the sleeve they, oh i didn't have it in this picture on the sleeve there's a patch that's almost like military and the jacket itself is is like trying to be in that like fashion but military-ish style mm-hmm. you know of like apparel um so she has on brown I was like, they're not exactly tan. It's a tar- it's darker brown than tan pants. And the pants, and this is clearly like a suit, match the, like, uh, 
border, <laughs> I guess you would say, of her lapel and the button thing of her jacket and big old um, shoulder pads and big old red hair. And yeah, like I was just like laughing that there's this pat. I wish I'd gotten a, uh, the um, screenshot with the patch on the side that was like, it looks a little bit like Air Force to me or something. <laughs> I was like, but, but it's not like it's it's like you know it's like a it's like fashion, clearly like version of a patch on your arm. And I was like, that's kind of weird, but it's definitely something <laughs> that, that people would wear in like 1990, uh, especially for Mary Joe. Like it makes no sense. Like yeah, n- not at all. It's ridiculous, but it's very Nonsense. like none sense. Is she wearing any? I don't see any like jewelry too. That's the weird thing too. I expected her to be wearing like giant necklace or something with this mm-hmm. yeah so yeah that's uh that's our episode i guess huh that's our episode <laughs> it, was, it was a little weird i'm sorry i feel like I it was, was a little weird <laughs> i was just thinking that it was a little ridiculous a few facts and figures yeah. some ideas presented yeah little weird, little weird. oh well leslie where can people find us all over the internets. We mm-hmm. are the girls who came to Sugar Bakers on iTunes and our Podbean page. Mm-hmm. We are Sugar Baker Girls pretty much everywhere else, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube, Pinterest. If you like us, please take a moment to rate and review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. It does yeah. help. And thanks for listening. And remember, now you can get all the back catalog if you <laughs> came in, man, yeah, in the middle from and you're like, what? <laughs> I was listening to some older ones. Uh, like our like our first one today is so cute. Like we didn't know what the hell we're doing. We still don't. We it's still the don't. Same. Nope. Nothing's <laughs> so, changed. Has it been about a year and a half yet? No, I don't remember when we started. Was it um, m- May? I think it may have been. May. Yeah, I think it's been a year and a half. Yeah, or more. So it's February now. It's not January anymore. Oh, it's not a Tuesday in January. I mean, it is. <laughs> But it like according to the is. calendar, it's not. Entire, <laughs> was it the entire Trump era? It's going to yeah. be a Tuesday, Tuesday in January. January. Oh, Always. 2018. <laughs> Here we go. All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks. We'll uh, <laughs> talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. That escalated too quickly. What that escalated happening? quickly. <laughs>